Welcome, this is Beyond the Here and Now. I'm your host, Antonia Lau, and this is the show that will take you a moment to wrap your heads around new thought, new thinking, new ideologies than you've been taught to think and to believe about yourself, the world around you, and your place in it. Today's topic, I'm going to talk about the reasons behind hard or tough karmic lessons in life. Now, I want everyone to know this is actually a school here. It's Earth School 101, I like to call it. And I know that seems simple or trite, but you yourselves can look around and know that each day is a test for you. Many times more severe, you look at friends and uh, coworkers or family members and you'll see they're going through several stresses. If you look back across your life, you'll see they were indications of stress or things or crises that you had to endure or to go through. And you wonder, why is it this way? Till the last draw of breath, there is something each soul, each person has promised to learn. So on this show, you know that I despise myth or theory. So anything you hear me say or espouse, the universe has had to beat me over the head 50 million years or with a two by four before I would believe it. So I have to research it, study it deeply, apply it, see how it's happening in the world and then see it in action, actually. And then, and only then, will I open my mouth to say it to clients or on the air or the radio shows. So this is important to understand. Nothing is a theory or an idea. It is exactly as real as the oxygen that you cannot see. But I bet if we hold your nose, you're going to be in trouble in about 10 minutes. It's that real. Okay? Now, before we're born, this is important, the soul calculates what it wants to bring as far as talents and abilities to give the world and things that it will use along its life lessons or classes that it sets up. And each person has their own different setup of program. Every person has their own different set of books, so to speak. Now, you get to choose that pattern of what you're going to bring in and you're granted permission by God, creator of the divine hierarchy to come once again to Earth School 101 takes a lot of guts, a lot of guts, because here you can slide backwards quickly or rise high spiritually in that same one life. The difference from Hitler to Princess Diana. All right. So it's a big difference about basically once you're here, the free will choices you make in that plan. Remember, the plan is made by you and approved by the divine universe before you were born on earth. In fact, before you're born, you choose the parents that you're going to have. You know whether they're going to stay together, be apart, who's going to be in their lives after that. You plan the whole scenario. In fact, the soul of the child gets to pick the parent and gets to see that parent's life from the beginning of that parent's life to the very end of each parent's life. And the child makes a separate contract with each parent for soul growth. Now, as humans, we've been here hundreds of lives just trying to get it right, trying to continue the approving and the improving of, of soul growth and awareness and understanding. So the soul gets in these cute little packages, countries, cultures, genders, nationalities for the experience for that particular life. Now, because we're kind of hard-headed on the planet, it's sweet but slow, many of us will have hard lessons or hard um, experiences or tasks. That is a plan that your soul made prior to your both for greater soul growth. All the lessons on the planet can't be pretty because we're kind of hard-headed. At this point of evolution of humankind, we're only at level three on our evolutionary level basis, level three. Throughout the universe and the cosmos that God created, created there are beings that are level 12 spiritually, mentally, physically, technologically, etc. We're level three. So I always think about it as kind of like purse dogs, kind of like we're lovable, we're trainable, we need to be loved, and they love us a lot because they remember the levels one and two were under us, and they remember a time when they were at level three. So we're granted that opportunity. Once again, our choice. Our choice. Now, again, I want you to understand this is not theory. This is exactly what happens. And you will know because uh, when you pass, you transition, your exact time is also planned. Like the exact moment you come to Earth is all planned. There are no mistakes. There are no accidents on the planet. None. 
Now, the way we choose to view, the way we choose to handle those lessons, those life experiences, gives us greater or lesser soul growth, which is the true purpose of the entire life, the true purpose of Earth School 101. Now, I'm going to give you an example. When I was introduced to astrology, and I don't mean that Sunday paper kind of stuff, I mean real astrology. I remember being around a group of astrologers at a place I was working for many years ago, and they'd been doing it for 15 to 25 years, and they asked to see my chart. And they could see in two minutes after just two minutes of looking at my birth chart, they said, ah, you're the only one from the union of your mother and father. And I looked at that, oh my God, I've got to learn this. This is amazing. What the heck? Because they were practiced in the spiritual and advanced esoteric astrology. So they could see the differences, as I say, quite different from normal Sunday paper astrology. There was an interesting thing because I ended up getting the birth data or birth charts of a couple of family members. They were older members of my family um, that had, had been problematic throughout the childhood, and I knew certain circumstances, but I didn't say a word. I just gave the chart. I said, well, what about this one? And she looked at my older sister's chart, and she saw, she says, ah, my goodness. She says she was a victim of incest right here. In fact, between the ages of 12 to 14, that's within two minutes of looking at only a natal chart. So do you understand? It was there. Now, it's interesting because that really piqued my interest. How could it be right there in someone's natal chart that this would be the experience? And how would this person, who had been dealing with it 25 years, I showed it to someone else, and they said, yeah, right there. You can see. And they explain what the lesson or why the reasons for that choice of that hard lesson. The soul will ask for that hard lesson for a few reasons. One is if it's an advanced soul, it's supposed to go into a circumstance as it feels drawn to, to experience it, to come out as an adult, to either bring attention to it so people will learn and to stop the issues, or another reason is the soul had experienced it one side or the other in a past cycle of lives. Either they were the victim and then didn't handle it properly through adulthood and ask, yes, ask to come again through it so they could again, as an adult, help other victims through it or help stop uh, the perpetrators or help bring it to public attention. Still choice. And they get major brownie, brownie points for something like that. Or it was a perpetrator who came back in the same scenario as in the perpetrator situation, in the same situation, so they would choose not to be the perpetrator, to learn from their mistakes, to apply the situation so the soul has fully learned the lesson never to do this again. So it's more than just victimization. It's more than just domination. And that's why you see, psychologically, we know 95% of victims of pedophilia or incest become perpetrators. Interesting. The mothers of those children... 95% of those mothers deny that it ever took place. There's a reason for the denial for the mother. She cannot believe that she could have ever brought this situation around her children. So she goes into complete denial. That only leaves 5% that act positively on it. Now, this is important because you'll see it go through generation, through generation, through generation, or large cycles. It doesn't matter, um, how can I say, the, the economic levels, rich or poor. It has no bearing on that. But it's the soul that chooses the scenario, especially the one of the, the role that is the victim of the situation of incest. The soul that chooses that, that gets major brownie points based on how they choose to come out of it, either to help other people work through it, to heal to forgive themselves and to forgive the dynamic of the perpetrator. They don't have to connect to the perpetrator again. I'm not condoning it. What I am saying, they have to ask all, because remember, as humans, they're not sure whether they perpetrated before or whether this was a lesson from a high soul to show the world. And aren't we supposed to forgive, never forget, but forgive because we are all human, therefore flawed. Forgiving the mothers in the situation that have that 95% of denial, 
to forgive the perpetrators because you don't ever want them to perpetrate ever again. So you want to ask for both those souls, and all souls actually, the victim included, to be given more light, more awareness. And this is how we all grow on a soul level. Yes, this is Earth School 101. All the lessons cannot always be pretty. This is Beyond the Here and Now, and we'll be back in just a moment. All genres, all indie, indie 100. Why is crime out of control in L.A.? I don't know. I, I don't know. Because they don't have the Burbank police. Hats off to our hardworking men and women of law enforcement. Okay, guys, you can stop running that radar gun when I get off work. 20 years ago, the Americans with Disabilities Act was signed into law. It helped renew the promise that here in America, we're defined not by our limitations, but by our potential. As we celebrate the 20th anniversary of this historic legislation, it's important to remember that we're still fulfilling that promise. We've come a long way since 1990, and I'm committed to making even more progress in the years ahead. Visit disability.gov to see how you can help. Brought to you by the American Association of People with Disabilities and the Ad Council. If you're a veteran of Iraq or Afghanistan, like me, coming home can be harder than expected. But it turns out I wasn't alone. At IAVA.org, there's a free online community of thousands of vets who've got your back. Whether it's managing the transition home or everyday stuff like finding a nice sweater for my dog. Sweater? Okay, maybe not that. Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America is there for you. Join our community at IAVA.org. We've got your back. Brought to you by IAVA and the Ad Council. With all the major changes on the earth going on, earthquakes, sinkholes, strange sounds, birds, fish, dying, all this volcanic activity, all this earthquake activity, just because it's not in your backyard right now, doesn't mean all this happening around the planet around you isn't going to affect you. Please, prepare properly now. You may think the world is okay, but let me tell you, there are lots of changes for Mother Earth right now. Magnetic North is no longer where it used to be. Look deep in your research or take a look at mine at onlyoneplan.com. Learn the sequences of events. Learn just what to expect and just how you need to properly prepare for all the events coming. This is a real event, not a comet, not an asteroid, much greater and bigger. Don't let the elite and the governments prepare without you preparing as well. Yes, they have their bunkers ready. Onlyoneplan.com Stop rationalizing. Indie 100 And welcome back. This is, of course, Beyond the Here and Now. I'm your host, Antonia Lau, and of course you can find more information about me at inthesecretgarden.com or to my new website, onlyoneplan.com, about the earth changes. Today's topic, we've been discussing Earth School 101 and the tough lessons and why they might exist in our lives, especially today discussing the topic of incest and why those happen, uh, or um, sexual assaults to children and why those happen at the top of the show. But I'm very honored and very happy to introduce my online guest, Sean Love, writer and actor, as well as Lee McGowan, director and choreographer. How are you both? Great. Okay, and please, Sean, if you could tell us the project you're currently working on. Uh, can you tell us the title, please? The title is My Private Revolution. Oh, I see. And uh, can you give us a synopsis of your show or the project? Sure. Um, it's a, it's a one-woman show, and it tells a story. It's a journey from a little girl to a teenager to uh, present time about the struggles that happen in, in my life and what I went through as a little girl and as a teenager and just dealing with those uh, those issues and really turning them around. And you talked about forgiveness in your show, and I think that's a lesson that I really learned, I've worked on a lot, is to forgive, you know, the people in my life, you know, because uh, the most important thing that 
uh, for me was to have relationships with people yes. that I loved. So Very good. So you did it at a greater age than I've seen some people go through. So, Lee, now as the director of the show and choreographer, can I ask how this show touched you? Yes, I was very moved by the script and uh, this beautiful turning point in the play, which Sean says, um, mentions all of these bad, horrible things that happened to her and her family. And she says, where, where was God? Where was God? And then in this moment real, of realization saying that God was with me every step of the way. Oh, excellent. And, uh, uh, you know, this beautiful, just to see the struggle and for her to be so honest and vulnerable in sharing that story. And I've known many people, um, many close friends. I mean, I don't know what the statistics are, but I think everyone is affected yes. by rape and sexual abuse, sexual misconduct, whether it's directly or indirectly, we're all affected by it. It affects our communities. Yes. And I saw this play as a beautiful piece of art to share and hopefully, you know, spread change in our, our world. Now, it's interesting that you just mentioned that turning point in, the, in, in Sean's play and, and a beautiful autobiographical piece that you've got. It took a lot of courage, Sean, to do so. But, Lee, you mentioned something. You said, and she realized in the play, Sean wrote, and I realized God was there all the way. People normally, 80% of them, have the first option when things are horrible on the planet, I don't care what it is, they blame or berate or get angry with God. Now, the interesting thing about that is, you see, humans don't realize, because we're not taught by the powers of be to realize this, create the scenarios. They, this is school. So if we give you a test at school, do you get the book and the test? Or do you just get the test? So what happens is, remember, people aren't taught that they chose a scenario and they have free will how to act, to create the war, to detract, pull from the war, not to create the issue in their life, the crises, the problem. So we create it and then we blame God, like, why am I in this mess? Hug? And, and the whole point is it's sad because the soul doesn't get to understand and could waste a whole life, and I've seen that, and go life after life still missing that key that we create the scenario for greater soul growth, good or bad. But, Sean, as I said earlier in that first portion of the show today, major, major brownie points your soul has achieved this life already. <laughs> Thank you. For the, for the experience itself and for having the courage to understand it. Plus, now she's sharing it with the world who has had it and it's hidden in their closets so they can heal because the actor actually helps the audience to heal personal karmic debt. That's why we go to shows and performances, listen to music. The performer actually helps the audience heal personal karmic debt. Wow. And, and so it brings it to the public front. And so that's the perpetrator, the victim, the people involved, family members, neighbors, friends, can now take a, a more objective view and go, ah, and then they help not to create the scenarios ever again. Well, that, that definitely was my goal uh, to, you know, that was my driving force to, to write this and complete it and to have the courage to do it is because, and I share this with Lee, it's like I really don't want another little girl, child, little boy, little boys go through it as well. I don't want any children to have to go through this. And if we can bring the awareness to people you know, on how to behave and, 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 and what to do or to have dialogue about these issues, then, then I've, I've uh, reached my goal. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so what ends up happening is there's always a purpose or a mission, and people don't understand. We're supposed to bring our talents to the world, okay, to share them, not to share in our own bedroom. It's for everybody else. You promised God you would give those talents. <laughs> and good thing you both are. And then you're supposed to leave the world better than when you came with this soul growth. So this is part of your purpose or mission that you've attached. And most people, like I say, shun it 
or keep it hidden. I think the color purple was uh, brought it to uh, Steven Spielberg brought it to the forefront. And but see, this is not like I said, as you know, as you, probably your experience as well as your research, Sean. It's not isolated to a type. Right. So what ends up happening is, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh, did is Lee still there? Lee. Lee's. Yes. Okay, so okay, that no, little sound. I missed what you said, though. Okay, so what ends up happening is the color purple. Yes, the color purple with Steven Spielberg brought it to um, how can I say it? Its height, in other words, to the public eye. But it's not a, a, an economic strata or a class strata. It happens in all strata, and it's happened over since time immemorial. There was a time and most society doesn't realize this, at a time when mankind, long, long ago, that the male or the mother in the tribe initiated the son or the daughter into the intimate, uh, this intimate act of sexuality. And it was the whole tribe would do so. In other words, that was the tribe's honor to do so, to have the mother introduce the son or the father introduce the daughter. Well, that has since changed long, long ago. But you understand those qualities where a whole society would do so are still stamped in the, the memory or the soul memory as well until we learn and progress past those needs or requirements. But it was a normal thing many, many years ago in certain societies. Now it's not and nor it never will be coming ahead. So Sean, can you tell us when the show will be or the project, uh, where are you in the project at this time? Well, we're going to do a stage reading um, Thursday, June 26th at the Poet's Den. Um, and then uh, we're planning on putting the show up in September. Okay. Uh, we're, right now, we're, uh, we're, we're doing everything we can to raise funds for the show, to put the show up. And, and that's where our efforts are. And where is it going to be based again, show, Sean? In show. New York. In New York. So yeah. this Thursday again, can you give us the times and the information? So can someone come to the reading on Thursday? Yes, it's a free reading, and it's going to be, they have to RSVP. Um, it's a free reading at the Poets' Den, which is on 108 and 2nd Avenue, and uh, it's at 7 o'clock p.m. Okay, and, and who, who would they contact for? Uh, they who? would go to myprivaterevolution.gmail. Uh, Okay, myprivaterevolution.gmail, all yes. together. Okay. At gmail.com. At gmail.com, yes. Okay. At gmail.com. Myprivaterevolution at gmail.com. Correct. Okay. So we'd Correct. like as many, and it's a free, my goodness, it's a free uh, reading. So I would suggest that those in the New York area would run down, clamor down to see this, and those investors that may have an interest to go as well. Um, so the show has a long, healthy, stress-free run. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Lee, you had mentioned when you had contacted me about Sean's show about an Indiegogo project. Do you, either one of you have information on that for me? Lee or Sean? Yes. Okay. We're currently doing a Kickstarter for the show. Ah, Kickstarter. Uh, okay. Yes. We'd like to, you know, produce uh, a week-long run in September. Okay. And hopefully this will also uh, set some performances underway that we hope that we can reach out to certain organizations, perhaps in-need organizations, specifically uh, with battered women or... Uh, uh, family organizations, you know, teen organizations. Um, but yeah, the Kickstarter, if you just Google Kickstarter and My Private Revolution, you'll mm -hmm. find the page. And uh, if people want to see our video on there, they can see a little bit more about the project and also donate. And we've got some really fun uh, gifts that we are giving in return for uh, some of the higher donations but mm -hmm. donations can start at one dollar and every bit helps so we are oh so grateful for that oh very good and yes we only have 17 days to go so i just wanted to add that okay 17 days so the end of that kickstarter day program give us that date again please sean it's july 1st it's okay the so date. the audience has to realize this you gotta go see the show this thursday june 26th is it the coming thursday 
Now, so that's just a reading, yes. Just a reading. And then the Kickstarter program to contribute, to donate, to help. If you know of anyone who has been through this process in their life, um, like I said, to get a project up, let alone if you know someone that has been through this personal experience of a problem with sexual assault in their lives or their families' lives, please care enough to donate um, for this project, this um, My Revolution by Sean Love, directed by Lee McGowan. Uh, this is important because I'm sure as you're doing the process, both of you go through, it's an ordeal because you're reliving experiences and memory of all this. But let's talk about that on the next segment. We'll be back in just a moment. Indie music all the time. time. Indie 100. Attention indie music producers. StudioMixLessons.com is proud to present the three simple steps to amazing home recordings. This is a 100% free video training series designed to help you get the most out of your home or project studio. Visit StudioMixLessons.com today to learn the secrets that will unlock the full potential of the gear you already own. StudioMixLessons.com. Making great music sound amazing. Indy 100 Burbank. And welcome back. This is, of course, Beyond the Here Now. I'm your host, Antonia Lau. And today's topic, we've been talking about the very tender subject of Earth School 101's tougher lessons, as in the incest or sexual assault. Now, uh, I'm happy to have my guest with me today, the writer and actor, Sean Love, as well as the director and choreographer, Lee McGowan, with me today online. Now, we talked a bit about the project before, and I'm going to ask you, Sean, and to just to share, share the time frame that this is an literally an autobiographical piece. How did it uh, come to you to produce it as a play? Well, I was working with a voice coach, and I know that was one of the things that uh, was blocked as far as just speaking up and having a voice. That was one of the things in my experience that really was blocked in my life. And so I was just working with a voice coach just to unblock my voice, let my voice be heard, and and just to be able to you know sing and not have a, a, all that all the issues around. So he actually suggested suggested to me to you know write my play write my story and it really took took a lot of courage to do that because i wanted just to hide i wanted yes. it to be private yes and, and then i realized that you know i can't really live life like that yes. you know so the wound has to heal now the interesting thing you may not be aware of this um, but psychologically a child uh, victim of incest or sexual assault, the voice will freeze at that age. Do you understand? Yes. So there are 60-year-old women with little tiny girl voices. Okay? And it's because the, the voice will actually freeze no matter who the perpetrator was. The child is frozen at that time, whether it was three, whether it was earlier than that, later than that. It will freeze exactly that. You'll see grown men that are huge going, Hi, how are you? You understand? Yes. So it's an amazing quality that people must realize. And it's, I'm happy that your vocal coach realized this and understood. Because yes. it's the frozen in time because it never got to express. And so it's still at that same age. Interesting. So you sought to explore that through a coach. Most people would sit back, not even not tell their story, Sean, but they'll sit back and keep that voice. There was one friend I knew um, that uh, mother was the perpetrator. Of course, I won't give names. But what happened was um, when uh, someone would call, and she's a middle-aged woman, someone would call on the phone. they say, may we speak to your mother? She says, I am the woman of the house. And the, the guy would say, no, you're not. Come on, where's your mother? I am the woman. And they wouldn't, they'd hang up. And this was for years, <laughs> for years. So uh, what happens is not only does the voice take a toll, you'll find psychologically throughout life, if you continue to bury it without healing it, it continues to take a toll. And I know uh, in my work as um, 
um, a psychic researcher, metaphysical researcher, um, master astrologer, I know that I will see people repeat the life after life after life. And it's already tough enough this life. You certainly won't, don't want to go through the same scenario again. And people, unfortunately, do. Same scenario until they learn to get the voice, to grow past, to get the forgiveness and gain the strength and never allow themselves the victimization or the situation or created ever again. So the voice and everything is now in balance for the soul development to continue. And speaking of soul development, I mean, we've got a long way to go as humans. I talked about the third level to the 12th, but Jesus, Krishna, Buddha, Muhammad, Moses, they're all still working on stuff. They're not here at Earth School. There are other places. But there's a long way before we become more divine or God-like or like God creator. We got a long way to go. So everybody on the planet has screwed up. Everyone, all of us, even Mother Teresa, and she really did that in that last one even. Uh, selflessness is just as bad as selfishness. Okay, <laughs> so it's uh -huh. equally harmful. So she has to come back and, and realize that. So you'll find also um, an issue with um, women and, and children and their feet. There's a uh, what do you call it? A predilection toward feet or shoes or pedicures throughout adulthood. And it usually is because, and I spoke to a neuroscientist who was a client for many years about this, because if it happens, sexual abuse at an early age like that, when it happens, the part of the brain that's to handle sexual stimuli and feelings is not developed yet. That part of the homunculus, part of the brain. But the part that is stimulated for the feet is right there. So either they want their feet touched or tickled. I notice in my own household, my sister would lay her feet on everybody. We thought, what is that? Why are you putting your feet on everybody? What is that? She just had to have her feet on people. Um, other people, I remember meeting um, a podiatrist. <laughs> uh, and this was, had happened to him. And he was a much older gentleman. And he said, what did you say? He said, do you know my line of work? So, again, no names, but revealing this is all throughout all life. So um, I noticed that they got to have the pedicure. they got to get their toes done. They've got to. So all this predilection because the brain wasn't able to handle at that early age the sexual stimuli. So, and you'll see the Pope, uh, and I said Popes, yes. You'll see the Pope wear certain shoes. <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> because when you suppress, it, it does cause this backlog. It's a, uh, sexuality is the greatest expression of human emotion God has given humankind. It's never to be, have meant to be perfunctory. The church taught uh, we're supposed to love God and the universe from the neck up. That was never the case. It's mind, body, and soul. And so we see when it's perverted this way into celibacy, which no one said needed to be done, we see this heavy perversion and uh, causing severe problems throughout the world. So whether it was their priest with young males or males, um, young boys, or whether it is through the perpetrator of the friend of the family or neighbors or relatives or uh, the mom's new partner, it doesn't matter. But it is amazing, the issues. And what I found was the largest predilection in, in seeing it in real life is people that were victims themselves that then became perpetrators. Very sad. So the two of you going through this, I, I understand the work is with a choreographer there, Lee. It's a, a pretty phenomenal work. Oh, I, I wanted to comment yeah. that I, you know... I did two other plays before, and I had dancers in there. And one of the issues, too, aside from finding my voice, was that I cut that part off of me, the love of dance. I've always loved uh. to dance. But I, I had that fear, and I, I, I knew that in order for me to really express myself, that I had to put movement, I had to have the courage to put the movement in for myself. And that's how I got in touch with Lee. Um, and I wanted to really challenge that aspect. Very good. As if the work itself wasn't enough challenge. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just had to add an extra. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. So, uh, and thank you for seeing how that came to buy. It's your piece, so we want to know how you came to that. And for Lee, I wanted to see that objective, uh, her objective view of how it comes to 
literally to produce a work for such a show with such a topic? Well, it's it's tremendous. You know, I think both of us. We're losing you, Lee. Excited, and um, we make a wonderful team. And that when one of us is having a okay, uh, you can hear me all right. Yes, it's back. Okay, on. so you know it's very interesting because it is a challenging topic and a challenging piece. I mean, you hear the title, "My Private Revolution." And it's almost an oxymoron, right? Because yes. it's a revolution. Yes. And, you know, now when we're promoting the show, I, I ask your revolution. Um, but we all have our journey and our challenges. And there are times in rehearsal, one of us is having a hard time and the other person comes on stronger and helps help get through the piece at the time both keep the focus so you know i think it helps exactly um, okay and for sean can i ask i'm sorry to interrupt but we're losing your audio for some reason for sean as you continue on with doing the okay. pieces yes so with sean doing the pieces that you um that lee choreographed did it you find it freeing in the topic itself of what you were trying to accomplish I think it's a process. Um, I don't think I'm totally there. It's interesting because the piece that's most freest is right now the most challenging for me. Um, but I have until September <laughs> to work on it. <laughs> so I've been giving myself that time. But, I, you know, the first uh, two stages of uh, the piece, I, I think that I'm getting into the choreography and, and, and learning that and, and having a good time. But the, the last part of being really free, I, I don't think that's an accident. <laughs> like you said, there are no accidents. That's correct. And, and so I have to really, you know, I really have to let go, you know. Um, and I will, and that is my determination, because I want this to reach as many people as it can. That's, that's, that's hilarious you say. We're missing you, Lee. The audio again. It's funny that she says, I have to let go, but the whole idea of surrender is that you can't be forceful about it, right? Oh, gotcha. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, so ultimately, uh, all those, basically what a piece does is what I've noticed, any artistic piece lends that audience that freedom, freedom and that freeing experience or healing experience is what I alluded to earlier. And that is why we have artists or the need for artists, artistry, music, and the arts themselves. People don't understand. It is the way we help to heal the soul. Uh, please, can you tell us again the Kickstarter uh, Earl information? They just have to look for the name again. And please say, Sean. It's uh, kickstarter.com. And then you just look up My Private Revolution. And it'll go right to the page. Okay. And so for the Thursday, now say the date again of the reading, please, for the audience. It's Thursday, June 26th at 7 p.m., and it's at the Poet's Den, which is on 108 and 2nd Avenue. Okay. And they need to RSVP um, at myprivaterevolution at gmail.com. Okay, myprivaterevolution at gmail.com. And so for both of you, I'm sure you're very, um, like I said, um, your hearts and souls are in the work, otherwise with such a heavy piece. Um, so it can gain um, it, it literally the wings and the vibratory rate it needs to affect and permeate through the audience as, it, as you intended, Sean, with the work when you wrote the piece. Can I ask how long it took you to write? I think it's been stirring around in my head for um, a long time. <laughs> uh, it is a, uh, it's comprised of poetry and monologue and dialogue. So that is, I've carried with me a lot of the poetry I've, I've, I've written in um, many years, over the years. Mm -hmm. um, but to sit down and just actually write it out, it took me um, six months. Ah, very good. Okay. All righty. Um, now we're going to pause for a little break, and we'll be back in just a moment. We play favorites. Cindy 100. Advertise your business website or product 
worldwide with indie100.com's 8 million unique listeners at awesome preferential rates. Call us for details at 818-381-4902. 818-381-4902. That's 818-381-4902. And yes, I am talking to you. Indie music all the time. Indie 100. And welcome back. This is, of course, Beyond the Here and Now. And today's topic was a heavy one. We've been talking about karmic lessons of a heavy nature at Earth School 101, and this one was a topic of sexual assault or incest. Um, and I'm very honored and happy to have my guest, Sean Love, writer and actor, actor as well as the director, Lee McGowan, uh, and choreographer as well, Lee on the show today. So I want the audience to make sure that they have this information yes. for the Kickstarter program uh, so they can donate because we do need, uh, like I said, wings to fly this baby, the project in New York. So anyone that is willing or has a conscience about this subject matter, just a dollar, as you said, will make a big difference in uh, producing this uh, project for the rest of the world to see. So they can go to Kickstarter, you said, and it's to punch in. Sean, the title again, please. It's My Private Revolution. Okay, and remember, for all those in the New York area or that want to fly in for this or drive in, you're welcome to come to the free reading. And the date for that again, please, Sean. It's June 26th at uh, 7 p.m. All right, June 26th at 7 p.m. And it was the Poets' Den. Yes. And the address, please? It's 108 and 2nd Avenue. 108 and 2nd Avenue in New York. And you have to uh, RSVP for that. And you do so by at, our... Go ahead. At myprivaterevolution at gmail.com. You all remember, you must RSVP, but it's free, folks. Come on. Have a good night out on that Thursday. So this is the portion of the show. I want to thank you both for coming on as guests. And it's my gift back at this time uh, for the two of you. Um, as a professional psychic, it's important that the, the, the population know the difference between a storefront gypsy and a professor, professional, literally. Um, we're not one and the same. They give us a bad name. But I've been doing in my work, I've been this way all my life, psychic since childhood, uh, study. This wasn't the original plan. I didn't know. But the soul had other plans, which is important. we got to go for those. But for the two of you to know, as well as the audience, I am psychic, clairvoyant, clairaudient. That means I hear and I see. I only use tarot, astrology, numerology, palmistry, graphology. I know all those sciences very well, but I prefer to only use them as a third point of reference only because I happen to be the biggest skeptic myself in the entire world, even though born this way. Now, it's important um, to understand that on top of all this, years ago I kept demanding proof. And it happened before the books and the trends and the movies. I actually hear and see your own guide, guardian angel. No, they don't have wings. I've never seen wings. It's that beautiful orc energetic field that undulates that somewhere in the 4th or 5th century they picked up and thought it was wings. That's okay. But what happens is that guide knows you better than anywhere, anyone. A real reading is one hour long. And if you'd like or anyone in the audience would like that, you can go to my website at InTheSecretGarden.com and look up products for the soul and just click in to do so or call me personally to do so or email me for your reading as well. And you can email me at info at InTheSecretGarden.com. So who would like to go first today, Sean or Lee? Lee, you can go first. Okay. <laughs> and so, Lee, your question for me today? My question is, could you help me address something that, um, I, you know, I wasn't sure about forming my question, so I feel like... I'll help you form it, but no, no backstory, because your guide knows your backstory. They were there. So what is yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> I think that perhaps there's something that I need to address, a lesson that I need to look okay. at. Okay. perhaps I've sort of been hiding. Okay. Um, I don't know, not, not addressing. What is it that I'm not addressing? Okay, that's way lesson? general, and that's a little more. Than, so I'm going to ask, will you, I want you to focus on what you think you're not addressing in your mind. You don't have to say it out loudly. 
Okay, do you want to ask that question? You're asking it not to me or you because we're human. You're directing that question non-verbally to the divine God creator in your own way with love and respect to them. But you'll think it this way. Will I successfully address this issue between now and what, next week? No, between in this lifetime, in the next few months? Or you can ask, is this something that I should address? Do you want to ask that? Yes. Okay, is this something I should be addressing for myself? Yes. Okay, I want you to think of what that is in your mind. You don't have to say it out loud. You're addressing it and closing your eyes non-verbally as I shuffle. And please concentrate on that question. Is it best for me to look into this subject matter? And please say stop shuffling whenever you're ready for me to stop. Whenever your heart says, just say, stop shoveling. Okay. Thank you. One second, please. Now, it's important, as I stated, a real reading is one hour long. Basically, you don't talk. I tell you what I'm picking for the entire hour. And, um, but this specific question, we wanted just to show how this is applied. On the pathway you're headed, Lee, the answer is yes. They said, yes, you know. That was the exact. Now, you have to make some sort of compromises regarding the subject matter with people within that this is affecting as well. Compromise. Not exactly what you want. Not exactly what the person wants. It does show me on the pathway you're also headed, Lee, in the back of your mind, believe it or not, there's some questions or thoughts about earth changes as well. So your soul knows those things. On a soul level, the soul knows. The human side wants to deny and negate everything. And But we have to complete all those third-dimensional lessons before these changes and continue the missions through those changes. That's in the back of the mind. It does show me in the forefront you're saying, can I have my greater soul growth before all that? Can I handle this before all that? Yes, it shows on the pathway headed. You're open toward that soul growth. It is a karmic test. And it's important because people don't understand karma the way it's intended. They think, oh, horrible. Well, it is exactly what I said at the very top of the show. What happens is you say, you know, to the universe before you choose to be born, uh, you know, I kind of screwed up over there in that cycle of lives. And I've learned up here now exactly what to do. Um, can I get this opportunity, in fact, with the same people? Put me in that situation, and I'll prove to you guys I can handle it really well this time. They check your spiritual file, I call it, and they go, they see you got great grades on the astral, and they go, oh, okay, alrighty. That's all they say. You say, good, okay, now please set it up at this time when I least expect it, where I'm most vulnerable, when I am most exhausted. And that's when they'll hit throughout the time in the life that you planned or set them up. They are the reasons why we come to clean this heavy-duty stuff off. The odd thing is it's an emotional karmic test you're asking about, but it does and has affected you materially in your work and career because it shows me it will effectively um, handle some career karmic testing coming up as well, Lee. God and the universe's influence is showing me this has been happening for to you since you're a little girl, that extra voice outside your own that perhaps denigrates what you do or who you are. And what you have to understand is um, your past, it shows me you should be passing these tests on the path where you're headed. So the answer is yes. Now quickly, if I could, thank you for that, and go into Sean, your question for me, please. <laughs> of course it's about the show. <laughs> All right, I thought so. And the, and the question is, well, uh, well, will we rate? Can it's, it has to be more? Uh, just one? Just one right now. Uh, you want to know? Will you be uh, getting the funding you need to put up the show like you'd like? Uh, you, you're psychic. <laughs> <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> I want you. I want you to think non-verbally that question and in your heart. Feel how happy you feel, Sean, if that really took place. Will you, will you get the funding to put the show up like you'd like? Think it to the divine and say, stop shuffling, Sean, whenever you're ready. Stop. One second, please. And it's interesting uh, because as we both laughed at all that, but it's, it's sincere and it's true. The artist is going to want to know. But let's see what they say for your benefit on this, Sean. And it's on the pathway you're headed, these answers. On the pathway you're headed, what you're doing, your thinking, your focus, all this. It shows yes on the pathway headed. Now, all right. 
it, now, it does show me the first few reviews are normal. They may be a little pan, but why would you let someone else's opinion of you judge you? Got it? Got it. So when you both are performing on stage, your work as director, choreographer, as well as artist and writer, what I would suggest doing is connect to the divine universe on before each performance during the performance and then come off that stage and you can disconnect then if you'd like after the performance but it shows me you're listening to your guide guardian angel sean on this there may be an argument about how much funding and who spent what so they say to keep the tight figures so everybody has to put their little receipts and everything in log it down somebody's got to be really good with that and it shows me otherwise it looks like a male gentleman may find a way to get it lost too many coffees somewhere else or lunch. Okay, and you need that <laughs> input. It also shows me get people, they said to um, d donate catering, I hear, and also yes. something else about lighting or lights. Okay, so those top students need to have this work on their resume. Get them in there to work the lights and all the, the um, technical skills on the, the show necessary. It shows me in the interim, one of you will be moving or making a residence change on top of this. Okay, so Sean, you yourself may be making some sort of residence change at that time or travel elsewhere. Now, the outcome, it shows me don't trap yourself in everybody else's thinking, whether it's work, career, or with the same people that are naysayers. It's not necessary. You smile and have confidence in yourself to not, to, like I said, make their opinion more important than your own Okay, keep the work clean in its highest because you're actually doing it for the divine universe. I want to thank you very much, both of you, for coming on the air. Much success to the project. This is my, revolu my private revolution. And it will be playing in New York. And go to Kickstarter and look that up. I want to thank you both very much. Thank you, Antonia. And I want to thank you. I want to wish the audience all the best. Indie 100. The song you are about to hear is an actual independent music submission. Indie 100.